888 Emily West. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I just got a text from Martica Erickson. She said there's a car fire on I-15 southbound lanes on the shoulder just before 90th. I don't know if it's holding up traffic or if it's one of the nope. accidents mm. maybe you talked about. I or... see nothing but green. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> no, no bonfire in the... <laughs> Nope, I don't even have a report of that vehicle fire, so. Mm. All right, sounds like something maybe will pop up a little bit it, later it'll on. It'll probably pop up a few minutes. That's what she said. There we go, I'm just pointing <laughs> oh at Oh my I'm, gosh, I'm just, it already starts. I know, but. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good, I don't even have to hit a sound effect. All I have to do is point to her. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, I got three more texts about it, so All it right. must be for real. Oh, no. All Not right. that Martica would steer us uh, astray. She would never steer us wrong. No. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Get up. Come on. Come on. It's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Come. There we go. That's our alarm clock for you. Monday morning. Hope y'all had a nice weekend. And how about that little switch in the weather? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just as predicted, though. It wasn't like it caught anybody by surprise. We have a hard freeze warning in effect until about 9 o'clock this morning, they're saying, uh, just because, obviously, of those temperatures. we I, I noticed that uh, Cedar City at one point had 21, uh, was on the uh, thermostat there, thermostat, wow. thermostat barometer. No? Yeah. Thermometer? Thermometer. At uh, 21. Anyway, <laughs> they were, uh, they were, jeez. Oh, uh and so it, it's it, how about it's just a little bit cold this morning yes. for you. Okay, so we'll start out partly cloudy. By later on this afternoon, mostly sunny. It will warm up, not a whole lot. We'll hit 48 for an afternoon high today. We do have some patchy frost hanging around this morning. Overnight low tomorrow morning, not as uh, chilly as this morning. We'll look at uh, overnight low 40, and then tomorrow's high will warm up to uh, 52 degrees. And so... Not a bad start to the week. We will have another disturbance that will come through here about Tuesday night into Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday type of a thing. Uh, kind of a little double uh, whammy thing. Not bad, but it'll produce uh, probably some more showers and uh, possibly some other, uh, you know, snow in the mountains. Uh, Alta getting about two feet of snow. Yeah, unbelievable. Man, that's a great, great storm for uh, us to start a, a good base. I hope we continue. Man, anytime we can get snow in the mountains and just rain in the valley or maybe a skiffage in the valley. Now, I only got about an inch. <laughs> That's what she said. There we go. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I just had rain. No snow at all. No, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, dusting up, uh, well, more than a dusting, but it looks like it's airbrushed on the mountains. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, above it's really Farmington. cool. It's super pretty. Uh, right yeah. now, it is cold. You're going to need a coat this morning. 32 and clear downtown. Bed, I will treasure must get up right now. Could lie here forever. I just sigh and close my eyes because it's 6 a.m. Won't look in the mirror, I look lousy, my friend. I am wishing my boss could wait. I'll get fired if I show up late. Should be sleeping in. Yeah, that would be nice. Work out, though. 
for the rest of my life Tired of moving real slow So maybe I'll lie and be calling and sick this time When I'm sleeping in I don't have to deal with anything Monday Morning Secretary Love that song That is uh, just about what every, it, it basically says everything about our radio station <laughs> Dave, you sure right do look there. pretty today. <laughs> so if you feel like going uh, looking up your secretary up and down and giving her, telling her a dirty joke, is, do they say looking them up and down in that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do, so. don't they? Yeah. Tells her a new dirty joke. Yeah. Heck I yeah. got a new one for you, Judy. Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> it's hilarious. Gives her a little pat on the behind. <laughs> the most politically incorrect song on the radio right now, and we love it. Uh, National Food Day today. Yay, yeah. food. I love food. I know. It's a good day to uh, eat, right? Yeah. Any day's a good day to eat. Hope you all had an eat fest. Do you find yourself eating a little bit more when it's yes. cold outside? Yeah, I got up uh, yesterday and was getting ready to do breakfast. And in getting ready to do breakfast, I had myself a nothing but cake. Uh, well, I was just thinking about what I wanted, wanted to eat Serious? for Serious? That was just like a, a yeah. thought food right there? Well, it was like, oh, I think I'll eat this while I figure out what I'm going to have for breakfast. Oh, it's like a, uh, it delicious. a waiting food then. Yes, just... like an appetizer. Yeah. Breakfast appetizer. Oh, there you go. And then I uh, just ate lasagna yesterday and... What else? Any bologna? Uh, no bologna. No bologna? It, it is National Bologna Day. Bologna. 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 When was the last time you had even just some kind of a bologna sandwich? Man, I don't know, but we grew up on those, and I yeah. love a bologna and potato chip sandwich. Yeah. And that's a good combo. Oh. Add a little sweet and uh, or the salty in there and, yeah. uh, with it. It it's kind of like uh, eating. Well, basically, bologna is just basically a flat hot dog. <laughs> yes, you think it is. about it. It's <laughs> just a flat hot dog. Uh, <laughs> I used to heat it up in the microwave. Uh, bologna and have me a bologna Ooh, I don't sandwich. Like warm bologna. Put toast on it. I put it on toast. Then I'd heat it up in the microwave and then put a little ketchup on there. That that was one of those childhood. F- Food things that I and I'd put a little cheese on it in the microwave when so it was a little bologna and cheese hot bologna and cheese toast weird I know I know it sounds weird it's a United Nations Day today uh and there was something else that I was a little uh wondering what is Diwali oh yeah I saw that it's on the calendar Diwali I saw that on the calendar okay so there we go into Diwali is... world Diwali <laughs> Uh, it, for Hindus, this is linked to the ancient legend of Lord Rama, who was deprived of his kingdom and sent into exile for 14 years. Diwali celebrates Rama's eventual defeat of the evil spirit Ravana and his re- triumphant return to his home. So now I've offended all of our Hebrew listeners yeah, this morning. Hindu, not Hindu. Hebrew. Oh, Hindu. Totally different. <laughs> Hindu. It's our a, Hindu listeners. It's a five-day festival. Okay. So celebrate Diwali today. Yeah. It's not Denali. It's, it's Diwali. Diwali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, then we got World Polio Day, which is a day uh, obvious. Now, I know what that is. That's not, uh, that's not what they do on horseback. That's not the polo thing. It's the polio. 
And it's a horrible, horrible thing that uh, took uh, some lives yeah. uh, early on many years ago. And then Dr. Um, Jonas Salk came up with a vaccination for yeah. polio. Thank heavens. Well, I don't do vaccinations. <laughs> what about all of the lions? <laughs> well, what I about all the lions back then? I don't know. I'm you just... think there were lions and not sheep back then? Wow, I don't do polio vaccinations. Um, National Crazy Day. So today is just Monday. It's just for Monday me. for us. Yeah, right. Of course, we do hope everybody's okay and hopefully so. every everybody's out and it's just a. A car burning. But, yeah. Yeah. Man, no. there is, uh, have you guys gone, I don't know if y'all, you you wouldn't, Deb. I, Deb, Lee, I don't know if you have a Costco out by you, do you? I do. Okay. There's a Costco um, that I go to, the one on 100 and, oh, what would that be? 100 104th? 104th. 100, oh, 118th. I guess it would be about something like that. 110th South. I, I don't know where it's at. And you know what I mean. It's right there off the freeway. And uh, there has, there, uh, um, it's a tractor trailer, uh, you know, one of those big old 18-wheelers, and has a big old box truck on the back of it. And the cab is burnt to a crisp all the way down to the frame. Ooh. Nothing left and it's just, except it's for the frame and the two just rims. Just parked there at your at And your it's Costco? just sitting there off to the side of the road. Right before you enter the Costco, oh. and it's been there for days and days. It's really? the weirdest dang thing. I don't wow. know. Wow, that's that's on 114th. Yeah, but then you kind of backtrack a little bit, so okay. that's why I said whatever 110. But yeah, it's that one, and uh, and it was unlike I've already gone to Costco twice and I've seen it <laughs> for me, and I'm like, <laughs> there. I don't know what they're waiting for. That's a. I mean, it, it's a huge mess. I'm sure that they'll eventually get it cleaned up, but you can tell. It, that sucker uh, caught on fire, and they just let it. I mean, thank goodness they caught it before it uh, burned the box itself, the trailer itself. But uh, man, it can be. Uh, it was a big old mess. You could tell they just let that sucker burn itself out all the way down to the frame. Anyway, uh, we are looking at some pretty chilly temperatures here this morning. Waking up, throw on your uh, jacket. I don't know if you've pulled out the. The old winter gear. Had to. Over the weekend. Uh, it was like I got, crazy. I got me a sweatshirt on. Yeah. Had the fireplace going over the yeah, weekend. So oh, it was yeah. nice. Nice and cozy. Listen yeah. to some Christmas music. Oh, no. I didn't do that. <laughs> Christmas I did. music. And I watched some Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. That's already started. The countdown to Christmas for Hallmark. I've been watching the so. World Series. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Interesting. Well, not the World Series yet. Oh, are the, the, the playoffs. The division playoffs. Yeah, yeah. World Series starts on Friday, but they know who it is now. The Astros and the Phillies. Yep. Going to the World Series on Friday. So, kind of exciting. Anyway, it will be warming up just a little bit. We've got a hard freeze warning in effect for the uh, morning here today. Till about 9 o'clock, that'll be lifted. Patchy frost at times. Mostly sunny by later on this afternoon. And 48 is all we're going to warm up to today. Right now, it's 32 and clear downtown. J.D. Jordan Davis here on the Z. Let's talk a little turkey, shall we? Now, you Uh, talked a little bit about this last week. 
uh, that there was a turkey shortage. Yeah, but uh, first of all, let's talk about how you can cuddle a turkey. Oh, turkey They actually cuddling. have turkey cuddling. You can act, a lot of people are doing this. Uh, they're, and it's interesting. Now, it's not here locally, so you'd have to drive to these areas. We'll tell you about that. That's uh, worth the drive, probably. In a second. It might be. But, you know, a lot of us will be having a good old uh, turkey on our Thanksgiving dinner feast table. And you will uh, rescue people. Uh, an animal rescue wants people to have a little bit of a tur- different turkey experience. The Gentle Barn with locations in Santa Clarita, California, Nashville, Tennessee, and St. Louis, Missouri, is offering turkey cuddling on Thanksgiving. Oh, now they're inviting you. <laughs> they're inviting you. To, I don't know how you'd want to get even close to a turkey, because uh, so, at least with me and my experience in San Pete County and smelling those turkey farms, how something can smell so horrible, taste so good, is uh, the biggest question uh, we are. They're inviting people on a Thanksgiving Day to cuddle their turkeys. The Gentle Barn said in a press release for a donation ranging from somewhere between twenty-five and fifty dollars, depending on the location. Visitors can spend about ninety minutes with the birds. We could maybe we could do that when we go to Nashville. We'll just cuddle. Oh yeah, we'll we do could. Turkey we could cuddle it to, and then chop their heads Think off. The station would pay for that. No, <laughs> no, but <laughs> Sarah's like. Did you guys do turkey, turkey cuddling. cuddling while you were away? We may or may not have done put turkey it on the cuddling. station card. Uh, but then, uh, you know what I would be thinking? I'd be cuddling it going, boy, this is going to be, that's a nice breast right there. That'll <laughs> chop its head off and then let's. I want this guy yeah, on my plate. Right. Big old. Uh, now, we will be talking about uh, some turkey shortage coming up here. Uh, in just a little bit. Now, I don't know. Uh, and because of this, we talked about this last week, uh, the prices for turkeys are looking like they're going to be, high, like everything else, higher than normal. It's just like everything that we have been experiencing here with inflation and stuff like that. I bought a six, you know those bounty double rolls of paper towels? Yeah. A six-pack? It was like twenty bucks. I about died. I you got to go to Costco. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. At least yeah, with you Costco, go Costco, you got get them know, like eight I packs should. or something like that yeah. for about the same amount of money. All right, traffic and weather together every fifteen at six thirty. You don't be use these. These are like gold. Yeah, no you kidding. You better really need to use a paper towel before you unroll it. But thank goodness they can come in quarter <laughs> sheet or half sheets. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll at least rip off in half sheets. I could sheet, not so you believe that. <laughs> Can y'all believe we're into the last week of August, October? I know. Last so week weird. of October. Halloween. A week from today. Wow. So Got get your costumes ready, Dave? Just about. <laughs> Haven't even started <laughs> yeah. it. Haven't even started them, but <laughs> just about. I know. I've got to get uh, I've got to get on that this week. However, it will be a little bit nicer for um, Halloween than what it will be today. Thank goodness it's not today because it'll, it would be a little chilly for the trick-or-treaters. Now, they are calling for us to warm up to about 59 degrees by Sunday, which I have not heard the longer-range forecast for Monday, but I didn't hear anything like there's some kind of another storm coming along the way. So we'll probably be close to about... 60 degrees for our high a week from today on Monday for the uh, trick-or-treaters and stuff like that going on. 
However, like I mentioned, today we're looking at about 48 degrees. Oh, you know what? I just gave the whole gosh dang forecast, and I have Lindsay Stores on hold right now over there. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Hey, back doing the pledge thing, and we love doing the pledge every morning because we feel like it is the best part of the morning. Well, it really is. Uh, If you listen to our show at any length of time, you'll know that the pledge is the best part of the morning. But uh, it is fun for us to be able to grab our listeners, let them do it on the air here. And, of course, you can also pre-record it as well, and we'll get to those sometimes. Uh, But we do have somebody live on the line with us right now. What's your name? Uh, Caden. Caden, good to have you along, buddy. Thanks. How are you? What are you doing? Good. Today? Oh, I'm heading into work. And what do you do for work? I um, am an assistant foreman at Briggs Underground. Oh, nice. And what do they do at Briggs Underground? Stuff underground. We, we put in pipe for power lines, water lines, and uh, internet. Oh, that's awesome. We need all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> are you are you employed year-round, or is that something that kind of comes to a halt for the winter months? I'm fortunate enough to be able to have a year-round job, but sometimes, uh, depending on how big our crew is, because our, our company's really small, but depending on how big we can get our crew over the summer, sometimes we have to lay people off. But yeah. for the most part, we all get to work year-round, which is super nice. That is nice. Well, good on you for calling in uh, this morning, helping us out. We appreciate it. I hope you had a nice weekend. Are you all set for Halloween? I'm excited. We're taking the girlfriend's little sister trick-or-treating, so I'm oh, ready fun. for it. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, very cool. My, you know, my uh, my skeleton got snow on it over the weekend. Oh my god, so we got a little bit of. Is he okay? Life. Yeah, I think he's okay. He's chilled to the bones though. Caden, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much. It's all yours, buddy. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
and done only in america caden helping us out with the pledge of allegiance uh right before that thank you so much for calling in and uh, helping us laney wilson heart like a truck and boy she is on the fast track to a lot of great things man she's just killing it coming to the Peppermill concert hall january 20th uh, tickets not on sale yet they go on sale on november 22nd mm. uh, but it's your chance to go see laney wilson kind of up close and personal uh, Peppermill Concert Hall is just an amazing, if you haven't been out there, amazing yeah, venue. Really There's not a bad seat. Uh, so make your plans to see her on January 20th, Peppermill Concert Hall. Tickets on sale November 22nd. It is. It's super cool. We're well, a good morning, sunshine. What would you like for breakfast? How about some eggs and sausage? I'd really rather have bologna. Bologna? Bologna? Yeah, bologna. Why would you want that? It is National Bologna Day today. I don't like bologna. I love it. If he wants bologna, then... Okay, okay. Who doesn't love bologna? Today is National Bologna Day. Good luck figuring out what's in that. And good luck spelling it. It's showtime. Halloween. Just one week away. Sorry. Hold up. What are you doing? <laughs> hopefully going to give me enough time to finish chewing this an hour later that I got last Halloween. It's just <laughs> still stuck in my mouth. So you definitely picked later. I guess so, yeah. It was quite a bit later. Now, I was out uh, hunting around. You know what else I thought would be a great gift for people who don't get very many trick-or-treaters? When I was out doing the little uh, Costco run over the weekend, it uh, those little right individually wrapped uh, Rice Krispie squares. Oh, yeah, Wouldn't for sure. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You know, you could do that, and mm. uh, those are coming in a little box of... Now, this is, again, for this is when you don't get hundreds of people, but for a pretty decent price, I think like at nine bucks or something, you can get about 60 of those little things. And nice. I don't know. Just Good idea, Dave. <laughs> Halloween tips with Dave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's give you some Thanksgiving tips because... It is right around the corner. You know, uh, we have just a week till Halloween, and we start gearing up. 
And again, in shopping uh, you, uh, over the weekend, man, there's a lot. I mean, there's just, it's Christmas stuff out before Halloween is yeah. even, you know, yeah. it's all over the place for you. But uh, you can definitely grab your turkey this year. It's just going to be a little bit higher in price, and they might be a little tough to come by. We'll see. Turkey prices crashed in 2019, and a lot of farmers stopped raising so many turkeys. Then the pandemic piled onto that, so that is still causing a shortage. Mm. So it looks like inflation making turkeys more expensive, too. Feed, fuel, labor costs, they all play into it. Uh, You know, it's going to be a little bit more than um, than it was last year, a year ago. Workers are also hard to come by. Droughts across the U.S. aren't helping either. We have all kinds of things that are factoring into this. And you talked about this last week a little bit. The avian flu is worse than usual. Around 3.6% of America's turkeys have died from the bird flu this year. That might not sound high, but it's over 7 million birds. Jeez. Experts think that most people who want a turkey should still be able to get them. But you might have to settle for one that's bigger or smaller than your ideal size. Might be a good idea to buy your turkey early, make room in your freezer to store it just a little bit for a few weeks, uh, just so you can ensure that you at least have one. Uh, because don't do, uh, don't be a Dave. I remember a couple of years ago, I was out on Thanksgiving morning. That is just, I don't, you just live on the edge, Dave. Jeez. I don't know, I don't know how you dare do that. And you were hosting, right? Yeah. You're hosting and you don't have your turkey and on And I don't have my turkey, yeah. Oh. I finally found one at uh, where was it Dan's in the Cottonwood area. Uh, they it, had a few a few fresh turkeys or something like that. I was able to thank goodness grab one. You have to kind of pay premium prices for it when you procrastinate like I did. Which is uh, again still not a very good idea. So don't <laughs> don't be a Dave. Uh, don't be a <laughs> learn from all of my mistakes. All right, if that's a nice way to put it for you. Coming up, we have a Jake Owen uh, ticket tag winning week for you this week. Chance for you to go see Jake Owen. He'll be not too far from now, November 3rd, for you know it. It's going to be just a little over a week away. And, of course, Jake Owen's going to be coming through town with Travis Denning. It'll be at the Maverick Center. And we've got your tickets all week long. 740, 1140, and 340. Uh, ticket tag. Just know the name of the previous winner. Of course, at 740, we haven't played yet, so you don't need to know the name of a winner. You just need to be caller Z, and we'll give you tickets to see Jake Owen with Travis Danning November 3rd at the Maverick Center. Coming up, we're going to be talking about a trick so you uh, can remember people's names. So thanks for joining uh, Dave and Diane in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, am I going to need this one. Pay attention to this one. because. Uh, and sometimes I'll get on a streak where I'm sort of proud of myself. I'll be like, ha, I remembered that name. And there, it's just there's no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes I'll just be like, I can't believe I just remembered your name. And then there's other times that somebody will come up and introduce themselves. And 15 seconds later, I'll be like, and what was your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trina. You're welcome, Edward. (laughs) Edward, well, well, it's going to be a hard, (laughs) a hard freeze warning. Uh, So if you're uh, 
waking up, uh, you'll know why it's uh, a, why you know you've got a little patchy frost on the. Um, if you didn't get snow, you'll see that there's some patchy frost this morning. And we were down into the low 20s in some areas of the state. It will warm up to about 48 degrees is all today. And then we will have about a 30% chance of some rain-snow mix tomorrow. And then a 40% chance Tuesday night into Wednesday, about a 70% chance. And then we're smooth sailing, it looks like, for at least the rest of the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even Monday, I believe, where I'll predict they are predicting uh, that we're looking at a pretty decent Halloween It'll just be around 60 degrees for the uh, high. Right now, it's uh, 31 and partly cloudy downtown. Uh, speaking of Halloween and pumpkins, now, did you get your... You have some fake pumpkins, right? You don't go the real ones. Uh, we did some real ones this year, but they're already moldy, and they're in the trash this morning. Oh, okay. We carved them too early. Well, so do you think you'll do round two? There's still a week left. Uh, Probably not. Got the fake ones out now. All right. Um. This is a great idea, I'm thinking, for uh, a business. It's pumpkin carving season, but carving that pumpkin is so time-consuming. Introducing new pre-carved pumpkins. Just send us a text of what you want in your pumpkin, and we'll carve it and ship it to you. Pre-carved pumpkins are great, because I don't have to spend time with my family carving a stupid pumpkin. Hearing my lame kids being like, Daddy, Daddy, I want to put an airplane on the pumpkin. And I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. The pumpkin is supposed to have a face on it. That's the idea. Otherwise, it's just carving random shapes into something. And then they start crying, and my wife, who in no way resembles the woman I married, comes in and she yells at me for being mean to the kids. My life is nothing like I thought it would be. Nothing! Pre-carved pumpkins. Order yours today. <laughs> it does take away from the family experience, right? Yeah. Have, how did you scoop out the guts when you did your car- pumpkins? Uh, just with a big spoon, big metal spoon. Oh, okay, so you didn't do the drill and the beater. Uh-uh. Nope. I, maybe I should have, though. They do a little, uh, you know, you uh, you put a little egg, or a little, what do you? What do they call those, a beater? Uh, yeah. Just a beater? Yeah. A beater thing. Um, and then you put that into a drill and uh, crank it down and then, you know, and you just uh, scrape out all of the uh, seeds and out it comes. That's always a fun, goopy part uh, that everybody, you know, my mom was so efficient. She took all of the pumpkin seeds out of the real pumpkins and she would bake them. We did that too. You'd put salt and you'd be like, man, these are good. And they really weren't. Yeah. They were like, uh, anyway, there will give you a little bit of an idea, uh, but um, go ahead and grab your pumpkins for the Halloween uh, season. And I still have a week left. I think I'll go ahead and um, still put some up. The only thing I've put up is the old boner, uh, the scaly boner. <laughs> and I got to get uh, kind of get it with. And I've been a little impressed with my electrical electrical tape job on the uh, left shoulder socket of my uh skeleton really it stayed on it through that wind we had some crazy winds a big gob of black electrical tape on the shoulder socket i do yeah it's cool i'll show you a picture it's really cool (laughs) however it worked well that's good and i've got some of the ribs taped up too with black electrical tape my guy lost his arm at the elbow uh in one of the winds in the last few days yeah Broke off half of the, you know, as two things that you yes. put in and turn. Yes. One of those broke off. So he keeps losing his arm. Electrical tape. Losing his arm at the elbow. So good to know. Yeah. You know how they do that figure eight kind of a thing after yes. you get your blood? Do that, Do Deb. that. Okay. 
put a little uh, right. figure eight thing and you'll be good to go. And it really just adds to the effect of having a skeleton held together with electrical tape. I, I wonder if you put an ace bandage on him. Well, that would like be cool. that. And you it could, would look like he's I, hurt. If it's tight enough. That's true. Yeah, you could. Put I a might. little... Put a little dripping blood out, yeah, fake blood out of it or something like that. His, Some white gauze. I have to go out at least twice a day. Yeah. Yeah, white gauze or something if you can, if it's if it's tough enough. And put his arm back on. <laughs> and you have to hit it just right because I, I usually need a ladder, but if you reach up just right. Yeah, you can. And to put it in and turn it. That's what she said. So yeah. I'm going to get up there and, and doctor him up. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, I was a little impressed. Uh, however, and I tightened up the guy wires as well. And with these winds that we got with this storm over the weekend, I thought, oh, boy, here it comes. And Friday night into Saturday, I could just hear the winds just I a howling. I cannot sleep. I will be so glad when it's next Monday yeah. and I can take him down. I am a nervous wreck with my Halloween decorations. I did decorations. the same thing. Four o'clock Saturday morning, I'm up yeah. and I'm pacing and I'm looking out, looking the, window. out the window. And he's swaying and yeah, you're like, come on, baby, thought, hang in there. Uh, I got pumpkins that are down. I got a Frankenstein that's down. Yep. This Halloween stuff, it really, it first world is, problems. It's, yeah. It's know. a lot of stress. <laughs> so good to have you along here. And happy Monday, everybody. Kenny, Chesney, Matt, Brad, and the boys, Old Dominion, and beer with my friends here on the Z. This is not headline news. Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, caused Spotify to crash. We have it over here, whimpered Microsoft Groove Music. Elon Musk will cut Twitter's workforce by 75% if he takes over. Just as well those employees would spend all day on Twitter. The co-founder of Red Bull has died at the age of 78. Red Bull users planned to have a moment of silence in his honor, but it was impossible because they couldn't stop bouncing off the wall. American Airlines will eliminate first class on international flights. Now the front of the plane will only have bunk beds for pilots to sleep off hangovers. This is not headline news. Da -da 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 -da. Now, are you? Uh, we're traveling here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Deb and I are going to be heading out to uh, Nashville. We'll be kind of uh, bringing you, and it's sort of like the Nashville connection. Uh, hopefully, giving you all kinds of feeling. Uh, hopefully, making you feel like you are connected to the CMA Awards Show that will be coming up here um, into the first uh, part of November. And I usually try to get seats back around the around the 30th row because i figured now i don't know we're on the same flight probably both the, oh no not heading out there but coming back but um i don't know i, I think i'm 21 or something like I'll that see you'll die first then <laughs> okay. i'm thinking that <laughs> that old plane goes down <laughs> deb's going first uh, well, that was a good run yeah it was um However, I want to try to remember people's names. There wasn't uh, wasn't anything more embarrassing than having Casey Musgraves uh, stand in front of me and not know who she was when she first kind of came out. And she was not very happy with me when I said, <laughs> and you are well, Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Uh, tr there, here's a trick from a memory champion. Uh, yeah, that's a real thing, a memory champion, Yeah, uh, that you can use to remember everyone's name. Now, when somebody tells you their name, create an entertaining mental picture of them. Put something in that mental picture that makes you think of their name. For example, 
If you meet someone named Ross, picture him in the apartment from Friends. Really picture him there. Next time you see him, you'll associate that memory with him. Oh, I get it. Okay, so then if somebody has a less sitcom-friendly name, it still works. For example, if the name is Hasiba, <laughs> wow, uh, picture her laughing with a zebra. Hasiba, zebra. Ha. And it kind of uh, puts it together, and you're thinking, okay, zebra, Hasiba. Uh, and I actually, that <laughs> kind of does make a little bit of sense. I've done that from time to time, I'll think. Uh, if somebody yeah, but comes what if up, and just says, like Bob, and there's a million Bobs, you know, what do you? Then I would think, oh man, I'm uh, grateful to have a job, but, and I'll be thinking, do you have if, a job? Okay, you know? say say you're at a remote, and a guy comes up and he goes, hey, I'm Bob from West Jordan. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I'm Bob. I'm grateful to have a job, and then another guy comes, hey, I'm Bob from uh, Bountiful. Oh. That could create a problem. I know. Yeah, because then mean, I'm going to have to do two associations. I can see Hasiba because that's a yeah. That, you're like there's no there's really no forgetting that. No, thing. it's it's like the Uber driver that I had, Haba Daba Jiba Do, and and, <laughs> and I've I can never remember that name every time. I've never forgotten that name. <laughs> uh, if you get in the habit of making these mental pictures, uh, this person says you'll be able to remember the people's names for a long time, even if you go months or years before you see them again. The only thing I can hope for is that there's not two Bobs that show up at a remote, and then we'll be good to go, right? Yeah. I no, just... I, I I have heard the no, name association thing, and that uh, now some people just have really good memories. Deb has a great memory, and she, you know, I don't know, and I don't think you do any kind of association game for some reason. Well, we c- I kind of associate them with, um, and it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't help me remember. I I kind of associate them with something they've told me about themselves or something I know they love uh, or an artist they love. I don't, or an animal, a dog. Or, You'll remember their, a lot of people's name because of their dog. Or their dog or what kind of a car they... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I do... It is easier to remember if you know something about that person and you make a note of it, a yeah. mental note of it. Right. Well, hopefully that'll help you a little bit, especially when everybody's getting together for the holidays. I even had kind of an awkward situation where I had a, I don't know, it's the daughter of a niece. What does that make her? Uh, my my niece had has a daughter. Great niece? I guess. I don't know. Anyway, she was there, and it was sort of uh, embarrassing because I she was at one of the little booths at Cornbelly's. And I walked up and I go, hey, hey you. you. And she goes, you don't know who I am. And I go, yes, I do. <laughs> but I And I really did, but I just didn't know her first name. And I go, you're a visser. And I went and, and I was like, oh, crap. Remember her first name. Remember her first name. Come on, come on. And uh, we talked for a little bit. I turned to my wife and I said, what's her first name? What's her first name? And she goes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> finally, we had finally we had to just ask her, and I says, "I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible relative. I can't remember your first name." And you know what? And that's fine. Us, just to be honest, yeah, it really I just is. Says, I'm just horrible. Uh, but she seemed really. Good. She was great about it. She was like, "That's okay," you know. Um, anyway, it might help you for the holidays coming ahead. As far as uh, when you get together with fam again, and you'll go, "Hey, hey, you, you." <laughs>
How do you help with a name association, Lee? Do you have any kind of a special trick that you use? Not really. Yeah. I just hope I remember. Just hope for the best. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's all full circle, really. I got thinking about this uh, while you were doing your traffic report and not listening to anything that you were saying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I got thinking and going, okay, so say, for instance, it was Bob. Then I would be thinking Bob Job. His initials would be BJ. (laughs) That sounds terrible. So BJ, and then it's well, all full re- circle. That, so babe. I'll always remember BJ. Yeah, Bob Job. That just sounds. Yeah. No, you know. yeah, we don't want. But I'll I'll remember BJ. Come on, Judy. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Bob your initials Job. are your initials are BJ. Oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> we are. Oh, did you give us our current temp? Sorry, uh, it's thirty-one and partly cloudy downtown. That's because I don't think I even did the weather. Any, high today is going to be 48 degrees. Kane Brown, Caitlin Brown, thank God on Z104. Beautiful. They ba- they make some good music together right there. <laughs> In more ways than one. Oh, uh, not that I know. How would I know? I've never asked Kane. I know you guys make good music together at home. Uh, so I don't doubt that you would ask him that, however. Yeah, <laughs> I might. I might ask him and say, hey, does that cologne that you wear uh, do something for Caitlin? Hey, I bought some of that soap over the weekend. What soap? I'm waiting to use it because uh, I already showered and... Uh, before I bought it, it's that soap that they uh, that you keep seeing pop ups for all over the socials. That's supposed to some kind of a black looking soap that is supposed to, and and it's like oh my gosh! I don't think if I've my seen husband it. if my husband wears this stuff, it's gonna be I'm gonna be all over him. Oh, so you're trying that angle? Yep. Maybe it's the soap. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying some pine tar, and when I got home. I let Linda smell it. I'm like, smell this stuff. And she goes, and she goes, no, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it's soap. It's supposed to. She goes, oh, it smells like a candle. She goes, I, I thought it was a candle because it does kind of look like a candle, too. Uh, anyway, so I screwed up on that intro thing. I, uh, you know, usually in radio, the number one rule is if you screw up, just pretend like you didn't screw up and then don't go back and say to people you screwed up because sometimes people don't uh, even know that you screwed up. And so then you're like, well, I didn't even know you screwed up. But now that you say that you screwed up, now you're, a, you're an idiot. And, you know, I had, I played this I little thing. I think people heard you uh, play that thing over the top of when they started singing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Right. <laughs> right. So figure the math out on this one. For some reason, I had stuck in my head that there was the Kane Brown song uh, that had a 19-second intro. And I'm usually pretty good at remembering what intro times are, you know. And You had it in your head that it was uh, 19 seconds. So I thought, I've got plenty of time to play a 13-second audio bit over that, a dry audio bit. Uh, Nope, 10-second intro, 13-second dry audio bit, totally stepped all over each other. And I may or may not have said a bad word, and uh, not on the radio, but you know, uh, <laughs> off the air. Um, do you feel this is this is one of those areas that I think? Uh, do you feel like you're a perfectionist 
do you find yourself getting upset over things that you're like, oh my gosh, I, why did I do that? God, yeah, ah, I do. You know. I, is is that a perfectionist or is that like an overthinker? I don't know. Or uh, or I'm sometimes even an overthinker. Or maybe even OCD or something. I don't know. But according to this survey, they say almost a third of Americans consider themselves to be a perfectionist. 32% of us say they are, and another 13 think we might be. So just over 50 uh, over 50% say they're definitely not a perfectionist. Now, whether you are one or not, what's your opinion on it? Do you think it's generally a good or a bad thing to be a perfectionist? I before we carry on any further with the, the statistics, I would just say I don't think it's very good to be a perfectionist. There's no room for error. And if you're a perfectionist and you're trying to raise kids, and if you're giving no room for error, you're screwed. You're going to push those kids away like no other if you're trying to expect them to. Uh, and sometimes maybe that's where your spouse or your partner come in because you can kind of like, I know I have some friends. He's a perfectionist. Okay. He will measure 15 times before he cuts something. Yeah. She will say, I don't think I want this wall in the kitchen anymore. And go get a hammer and take it down and then figure it out later how to fix it and how to, you know, make a new wall or right. make a half wall or whatever. <laughs> it's a supporting wall and, they, and everything comes and down. They, well, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of balance each other out. Um, yeah, you do. And you find this even with your own kids and their spouses and stuff like that. You know, you find some some that are like super stressed because something didn't go exactly the way they wanted it to or should have and there's no room for give i think you can strive for perfection and it can be bad because you think uh, i have to be perfect i have to this is my quest yeah and then it, and then you come up short which we all do and you're like oh i suck yeah and you can put a lot of or pressure you suck right you should be perfect and you suck right and you put a lot of expectations on yourself, on your spouse, on your kids when it comes to that. Because this is what, I don't know if you ever have had this be with a parent or a spouse or something. And it's like, it doesn't matter what I do. You're just going to redo it anyway because it's never going to be good enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think a that lot type of us of do thing, that. You know? It's easier to do it yourself. Yeah. Because you'll have the kids vacuum or whatever, and then you'll just revacuum yep. or redust yeah. or reload the dishwasher. And they just feel like they just never, no matter what they do, that's never going to be good enough, which is a horrible feeling, whether you're in a relationship or a kid or a parent or something like that. 50% of Americans think uh, being a perfectionist is a good thing in general. 32% say it's a bad quality to have, and everyone else isn't sure. Now, the poll also found that uh, half of us get along with perfectionists or don't find it too hard to work with them 22 percent of us say we don't work well with perfectionists we don't like it hmm. i'm guessing that they could have used a few more perfectionists to balance out when they built my motorhome at the manufacturer <laughs> you still having trouble there's still <laughs> now somebody said progress is better than perfection yeah. Uh, I think it's possible to be a selective perfectionist for things that are important for to you. Uh, Terry Chase, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, and it sucks because you never reach perfection. It can always be better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that it, it helps some people to motivate them, but it can also be very depressing, too, because it seems like, I mean, we're all going to fall short. 
And if we have too high of expectations, uh, it's it's a horrible combination. This is your cue to call. The caller is Z right now. 570-5767. Good morning. You're caller Z. Who is this? Awesome. My name is Casey Nielsen. Casey Nielsen, you are a winner. You're going to see Jake Owen on November 3rd. Special guest, Travis Denning at the Maverick Center. Casey Nielsen is the name you need to know for 1140 ticket tag for tickets to see Jake Owen and Travis Denning. How about that? Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for uh, playing along, and it'll be a a fun, fun show. This is going to be, and obviously you know that, or you wouldn't have called to try to win. So (laughs) uh, you... uh, we're not telling you anything. It's like Captain Obvious. Well, thanks, Dave. I'm glad you said it's going to be a fun show because I was thinking it's just going to be stupid. Casey, you all <laughs> ready for Halloween? Um, sure. Are you dressing up? Uh, no, not at all. Now, no. is it because like you don't uh, do people dress up at your work or or what? Uh, are you going to school? Well, I mean, I work from home, so oh. I'd be just dressing up by myself. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Now, is that because of Rona or because it's just the way your job has been set up all along? It's just the way my job's been set up all along. Oh, that's cool. Well, thanks for playing along, and thanks for being such a loyal listener, and it pays off. We appreciate you hanging in there and tuning into the morning show, all right? All right. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you, too. Go down to the hockey's Oh, Jake Owen. November 3rd, Maverick Center with Travis Denning. Uh, good duo there. It's going to be a great show. And what's-her-name is going for free. Now, do we want to say the name again? And But there's ticket tag, That's you right. Know. Casey Nielsen. There you go. We'll give uh, you a little head start. Taylorsville. She's our latest winner. You need to know that name at 1140. Free Jake Owen concert tickets. I'm hearing some amazing things about this tour. Like, it's a really good show. And I last saw him up at Lindquist Field. Yeah. Uh, and that show was incredible. It was. He's just great. He's, uh, I, don't, I think, uh, I don't think a lot of us realize what a great entertainer Jake is and how talented he is and how on the fly he can be. Yes. He's super talented. And uh, a lot of times he'll come out in bare feet <laughs> so, and do some stuff so on a barefoot. just go to see his feet. Barefoot blue jean night or something like that, right? <laughs> Right. I remember that particular show as well because that was the time I was backstage and I walked over there to start doing a little bit of golfing <laughs> oh, yeah. with Jake Owen and the record nope. label people said, uh, you, you common folk, you stay over there. Get back where you're supposed to be. Well, I says, well, I was just going to go over and hit a few golf balls and they go, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. And we are back Halloween a week from today. There's a site called Play Like Mum. And they went through hundreds of Halloween's, M-U-M, by the way. Uh, they went through hundreds of Halloween playlists on Spotify to find the most popular songs. Uh, these are the top 20. We're going to do all 20? Uh, this real we quick. could go pretty quick. All right. Uh, Maneater, Nelly Furtado. Uh, Ray Parker Jr., of course, Ghostbusters. People Are Strange by The Doors. Living Dead Girl, Rob Zombie. Toxic by Britney Spears. Bad Guy, Billie Eilish. Str- uh, Some of these ones, I didn't even, that's weird. Right. Yeah, I don't think of them as Halloween songs, no. but uh, Stranger Things theme song. Dead Man's Party, Oingo Boingo. I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Dreams are made of these. Did not think of that as a Halloween not song. Not even. The Eurythmics. 
Psycho Killer, Talking Heads. Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult. Halloween theme, uh, The Main Thing by John Carpenter. Spooky, Scary Skeletons by Andrew Gold. Disturbia, Rihanna. Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Somebody's Highway to Hell. It's a Halloween song. Really? Uh, Time Warp, Little Patricia, uh, Little Nell, Patricia Quinn, and Richard O'Brien from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This one is, this is Halloween, the citizens of... Halloween Town. It's the nightmare before Christmas. Okay, I watched that last night for the first time in my life. Did you really? Nightmare. I've never. Have nightmare you seen before it? Christmas. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've never seen it. It's the one where they have the skeleton-looking thing. Yeah, isn't it? it's kind of a Halloween slash Christmas show. Yeah, kind of a thing. I liked it. It was. It was good. Uh, number two, Thriller, Michael Jackson. And coming in at uh, number one. They did the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. There it is for you. And, of course, with Halloween uh, here and upon us and uh, a week from today, here it is, a little Bobby Boris Pickett. And you can do your Monster Mash. I was working in love late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the mash he did the monster mash the monster mash it was a graveyard smash he did the mash it caught on in a flash he did the mash he did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun The party had just begun the guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the match. It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is sent. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. Mash, 
Wouldn't that be cool? You can actually put Vincent Price uh, over anything and it'll yeah, make it scary. Yeah, sounds good. Right? Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. All right. See, even the jazz, even the jazz band can become evil when you put Vincent Price into it. Uh, this coming in, I'd like to do a shout out to our family. We just had an adoption date set for three new kiddos to join our family in November. That is awesome. Good on you, man. Yeah, that I is great. I think that is killer. Um. Got some uh, shout-outs from the NPS store on Saturday. Had people stop by and say hi and enter to win Carrie Underwood concert tickets and grab some deals. Scott Bailey, he loves to do the pledge. He's from Layton. Jaleesa Burningham from Layton with the kids Bentley, Blakely, and Brightly. Uh, Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca McFarland, Louise McFarland from Layton, and the kids Cashton and Amelia. Uh, Niles and Danalee Bartleson um, and Maverick. They had a little girl, with a little oh, baby. That's cool. And named Maverick, and That's she's cool. adorable. Uh, Lindsay Mehmet from Santa Clara. She moved here nine and a half years ago and just absolutely loves our show, loves our station, and thanks for saying hi. Uh, Bob Clivent from Layton and Buck- Buckley and Jessica Ackridge with their little girl, Reagan. Uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, they stopped by to say hi, and they helped me pack up and load my Jeep Oh, after. my gosh, you freaking super, diva. Super nice of Oh, you my guys. gosh. I, Deb. <laughs> There's number one rule when you're in. It's like when people offer as much as you want them to offer, you say nope. They already I've got had, it. They already I've picked got up it. All the stuff, and they said we're going to help you load it up. I'm like, all right. Well, of course. Okay. <laughs> I got a um, shout out to Sheridan Roberts from uh, West Jordan. Had a chance to meet that dude. Has his nice big old Dodge white truck that I was drooling over. Uh, Meat Hook Barbecue, of course. Uh, you know, Jason and Rachel doing an incredible job. I was out there. There was another guy by the name of Dave that stopped by. Easy to remember. These are just many, many of the people that stopped by. Kaisley and Megan uh, stopped by. Lee and Becky. And there's a guy actually by the name of Ski. And I said, all right, now how did you get your nickname? And he goes, no, I spell it S-K-E-I. And I went, all right, how'd you get your nickname? And he goes, no, it's not my nickname. He goes, it really is my name, Ski. So uh, shout out to you. And, of course, I didn't uh, think about this until uh, later on, but, you know, if you ever do want to head over to Meat Hook Barbecue, across the street they have an adult boutique. Uh, <laughs> so you could get a barbecue and a blow-up doll all within about the same block area. You know? That's great. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Joseph Hicken says, I want to say happy 7th anniversary to my beautiful wife, Wesley Hicken. Love you, babe. They also stopped by at the NPS store. Cool. Uh, so shout out to them. Paulette DeRozier, Chris, and Michelle um, brought us a cute little Z104 gnome, uh, a little DJ gnome. Thank you guys for that. Yeah. Uh, Melanie and Jason Lorcher from West Jordan. Laura Facer from Clearfield. Jamie Lee from Taylorsville. Carrie Buckway from Roy. Chuck and Michelle and Kyler from Ogden. Kirk Martins from Clearfield. Uh, Larry Fen- Fennings from Ogden. Uh, Randy and Katie from Syracuse and their girls, Oakley and Haven. Uh, Mike Carson from Syracuse holding down the fort while his family went to Wales to a karate <laughs> tournament. Uh, Ashlyn Carter from West uh, Weber. Chris and Kristen Hadley from Plain City. Um, Deb Umbaugh from Syracuse. Jim Peer drives for Enterprise Trucking. He's from Riverdale. Uh, Melissa and Tori. Uh, she was the waitress at Chili's uh, in Centerville uh, whenever I would order the... Um, quesadilla explosion salad thought i was doing good with my diet she'd say nope 
That's probably the most fattening thing on the menu, <laughs> even, even without dressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, giving you a nice little friendly <laughs> yeah. reminder. And Donella Smith from Draper, uh, she drives for the Flower Patch. She stopped in to say hi. Uh, Bryce cool. Pryor, shout out to Mariah Pryor and Becky Bible. Happy birthday to my husband yesterday, Curtis. I love you from Christy. Uh, Josh Einfeld says, happy birthday to my mom, Lisa. I know she's watching from above, still partying on Dr. Pepper Day. Shout out to my amazing fiance, Emily Anderson, for being so amazing and fun. Rachel Young, shout out to our miracle baby that will be joining our family in April of 2023. We can't wait to meet you. Mm. Been waiting for you for a very long time. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to my coworker, Brett Douglas. And then uh, we also have some birthdays uh, that we want to get to. Um, Happy birthday to you from us. Yes. Come on, screen. I could actually do the whole song. You've had a birthday, shout hooray. Happy things come to you all day. If you had a wish that it would be a happy, happy birthday to you from me. Jared Haveron, uh, Christina Flores from Channel 2. Happy birthday to you. Julie Gilbert, Evelyn Hastings, Shelby Wilden, Cindy Garcia, Travis Prather, uh, Brent Nicolette, Mark Jimshow, Chrissy Owens, and Debbie Massey and anybody else that's having a birthday today, happy, happy birthday. Right on. Morning shout-outs around 8 o'clock. Reddit came up with some of the things that annoying people say. We'll get to that coming up. <laughs> uh, it may or may not have uh, been some things that are on the list that I've done. And there's we're also going to find out how many people have actually seen a ghost and how many people have lived somewhere that has been kind of haunted. <laughs> Morgan Wallen and You Proof. Dump it or dig it coming up next, sponsored by Baku eBikes. We have a new song from Ryan Hurd. We're going to play for you. We're going to have you weigh in by text. Somebody's going to win two tickets to see Carrie Underwood. It's the Denim and Rhinestones tour with special guest Jimmy Allen, a Thursday, November 17th at Vivint. Uh, so get ready to win some tickets to see Carrie Underwood. Dave and Dabs, dump it or dig it. Well, you may have heard of this next guy. <laughs> Comes to us from Ryan Hurd this morning. It's from his album Pelago. The song's called June, July, and August. And it's a song about a summer that a guy is reminiscing about and how great it was and how uh, when it came uh, August 28th and they had to say goodbye, he wished uh, that didn't have to happen. Or in Utah's case... Summer was June, July, August, September, May, June, July, August, September. Half of October. Hell, I know. It was like crazy. We had we had those triple digits lingering on. Anyway, let us know what you think about it. Text us, 801-570-5767. Uh, somebody's going to win two tickets to see Carrie Underwood, November 17th at Vivint. Killer deal. And you can also call that same number that you would text, get you right here to the studio as well. Ryan Hurd, June, July, August. Dump it or dig it, brought to you by Baku eBikes. We were ragtop Broncos, for they were cool. Singing Kenny Chesney by a hotel pool. We made our own bar by the beach, my cooler was our stool. You worked there. 
AJ's I rented rental chairs I love the way the breeze messed your hair up It don't take much And I'm right back there When we were young and drunk But I'd turn it back to the 27th When we were young and drunk by the water Kept that sunburned love getting hotter And that feeling never faded Like the ten lines on your skin After June, July and August A thousand times June, July, August. Ryan Hurd on our Dump It or Dig It song this morning. We want to know what you think about it. Chime in. Who is this? Michelle Reynolds. What do you think? Dig it. Right on. Are you relating to that song, Michelle? I think so. Yeah? I just thought it was very... Um, I just think it sounded great. Kind of clever. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Morning uh, the Z. Dump it or dig it. Hello? And yes. Oh, yeah. What's your name? Debbie. All right. What do you think? Dig it. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Love mm-hmm. you. Bye. Uh, Melissa Atwood, it's okay. Soft dig. Uh, Haley Sargent, love it. Caleb Smith, I dig it. Uh, Norma Medina, great song. I dig it. Jalen Edwards says dig it. Uh, Easton Christensen, dig it. Nathaniel Thompson, totally digging this. Brandy Rigby, dig it. It has a good beat. Uh, Ashley Peterson, dump it. Sounds too poppy. Uh, Matt Russell, dig it for next summer. Why the hell do the summer songs come out in the winter? Because <laughs> uh, it's reminiscing on the summer, Matt. Natasha Edwards says, dig this. Linda Brown, it's a good one. Uh, Sherry Ann, dig it, love it. Uh, Stephanie Christensen, good beat. I'll dig it. Janelle Goss, dig it. I do like Ryan. Uh, Kathy Iverson, dump it. Amanda Bertot, I can dig this. 
Uh, dig it, Brenda Mansfield. Uh, Adam Lewis, dig it. Kind of a slow start, but it gets better. Danny brings back memories, so I'll dig it. Abby Butler says, uh, dig it. Uh, um, let's see, uh, Man- Mindy Grange, digging it. Beaner, digging it. Uh, Courtney Stanger, dig it. Melanie Bernard, dig it. I would 100% do summer again. Ryan Moore says, dump it. Jalen Edwards, dig it. Chase Palmer, dig it. Nope, dump it. Brad West, dig it. He's such a great songwriter. Cute song, I dig it from Haley Cruz. April Adams, I'll give it a soft dig. Um, I wouldn't do June, July, uh, August again. Uh, there was 182 concerts. <laughs> but that's what? just me. That's going to happen again, Dave. That's so just me. Get, get ready for it. <laughs> Michelle Stansfield, heck yeah, dig it. Uh, Dwayne Sartori says dig it. John Reinson digging it. Mike Carson, dig it. It's good stuff. Uh, Mike Facer, I love it, dig it. Uh, Linda says dig it. Uh, Chad Jenkins digging it. I like him, but I don't like this song. Um, Ooh, a couple of more phone calls. Who is this? Hello? Too late? Morning the Z, what's your name? Too late? And one more here. Who is this? Hello, Hello. my name's Brian. Hi, Brian. What do you think? I I think this traffic in Lehigh is insane. So I wish I would have turned that. the radio on a little sooner. <laughs> Well, we're trying to help you through the morning here. We're going to get another report, but I'm sorry you're stuck in it. Yeah, I thought I got on the freeway late enough. I tried to take Redwood, and this is just crazy. So it, is, don't, it is. Don't get on the freeway, people. Stay, yep. stay in your house today. Good warning there for you. What do you think about the song while you were listening? Um, I loved it. Kay. I think I thought it was great. I think that the people have this little algorithm going these days, and that, that was that was a good plug-in to the algorithm. So. Oh, there you go. Like it. Good take. Thank you. You guys are wonderful. Appreciate Thank you, you so man. Much. So are you. Hey, Love you. I, I just want to say, uh, if you have our mobile app, uh, you go up to the hamburger menu on the mobile app on your phone and push notifications. If you opt into those, uh, we try to send out... Uh, we have a hamburger menu? That's what it's called. Those little lines. Oh, yeah, those little lines at the top oh, I didn't of, know a, that. I thought, of a mobile website. Like more. It looks like a, kind of like a hamburger. Oh, I want to order. I like a double cheese. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you enable push notifications, opt into those. We try to send out uh, traffic alerts. Uh, maybe you're getting a coffee or something and you don't have the radio on. Um, we yeah, try to send those out. We also send out concert information that way. Um, anyway, you can opt in for that. I'm going to say 90-10. For Ryan Hurd, June, July, August, uh, his latest song after his album Pelago, and uh, that is a good reminder. Uh, I just wanted to uh, just thanks. I mean that that's a great reminder to let everybody know that that app does a lot of stuff. And yeah, uh, but you have to opt in because legally we cannot send you push notifications unless you say it's okay. Right. So opt into that, and we'll send them to you. But you just like that guy was mentioning just a second ago, uh, you know, you might want to be able to do that because then it'll help uh, help you divert some of this traffic that we're going to get to here in just a second. Ah, winner, Kara Cloward. Kara, I will text you. Uh, We will get you these tickets to see Carrie Underwood. She'll be here on the 17th at the Viv with Jimmy Allen. We'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning at 8.20 right here on Z104. Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku e-bikes. If you've ever looked into an e-bike, biggest battery on the market. Baku e-bikes and scooters, of course, they've got the Storm, the Jaeger, the Mule, the Flatlander, the Grizzly, the Mini Badger, and now the all-wheel drive Kodiak e-bike. This is dual 
Motor Hubs. Uh, this is perfect for the weather that we've got coming up here. Uh, it'll take you through sand and mud and snow. Check it all out at Baku.com, B-A-K-C-O-U, Baku.com. Please turn those headlights around. Zach Bryan and something in the orange. There has got to be something in the fluorescent yellow because the Jazz have won the first three games of their regular season. They won in overtime again last night against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. And uh, it was quite the exciting game. Undefeated yep. season. Yeah. I Yay. don't really uh, recognize many of the players other than Conley and Clarkston, uh, Clarkson. But uh, um, but they they seem to be gelling pretty good. I mean, it's kind of, it is kind of a fun team to watch, I have to say. It's um, uh, Will Hardy, the new um, coach as well, um, kind of a... I mean, he's younger than some of the players. <laughs> so it's been sort of a fun one. Uh, got a question for you here. And listen to, I mean, think about this. We'll also take some of your comments. So you just moved into a new neighborhood. Okay. New neighbors stop by. Okay. Say hello and stuff like that. And they uh, baked you cake. Okay. Uh, I, like, I like them already. Right. Uh, now... We're thinking, oh, probably we should have. You know, we come in as new neighbors, and sometimes we feel like we should be the ones that need to reach out. And I get it. You know, sometimes you want to be the one that uh, sort of says, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm here, and I'm I'm kind of a nice person. I'd like to reach out and make friends with all y'all." And you know, so you sit there and think, "Should I be the one taking stuff over?" But then usually it's the people that are already existent in the neighborhoods that take over the cake. They're like the welcome wagon. Yeah, kind of. Come and live by us. We're great people. Right. Which has been the case in my new neighborhood. Which is nice, you know. I mean, it does make a difference, you know. I mean, And really, and I'm I'm the same way. I love it. Uh, You know, I think they've tried to softening the blow of the HOA rules. Uh, So they're like, um, I think we all have to deal with these silly rules, but welcome to the neighborhood anyway. But what would you do? They baked you a cake. It's not bought. Do you eat it or do you toss it? Oh, I eat it. Absolutely eat it. You don't know these people. Uh, You don't know any of these people. I think I'm a good enough... uh, First time. Well... First time. They showed up on your doorstep. You've never seen them. I mean, they didn't bake me a cake, but I had several bring me cookies and I ate them. And you ate them. Yeah. I mean, you're still here. I'm still, I'm still alive. I didn't get sick. Um, why would, why would a mean person bring you a cake? Well, because they, they first of all know that I uh, work for a radio station, and so they're like, "Yeah, we've heard you on the, <laughs> we, yeah. we've heard you, and so maybe this would be a good way Most to put a lot of people out of their misery." Why they bring it? Because they don't know anything about you. Would you eat the cake, Lee? I probably would. Yeah, I would. Because mm. um, I, I figure. It takes a certain person that thinks about, hey, you know, we got a new person that's living next to us. Why don't we make them something so they feel like welcome? So not all by themselves. No, I get it. The whole reasoning behind and it and it's a it's a silly world that we live in. Stupid. You're just very suspicious of it's kind of mankind, isn't it? Isn't it weird though? Why is that? But I mean, I get it. I, but- I I get it because I think the world has become that way. Yeah. Unfortunately. It is. It is really unfortunate. Because we wouldn't give it a second thought, you know? 
back in the day, 20, 30 years ago, whatever. I mean, I'm oh, thinking, yeah, we you took know. homemade goods. If you were the room mother at school, you took homemade everything to oh, school. Oh, yeah. In the you, bake sale? You dropped homemade Rice Krispies into the Halloween bags. Yep. Yeah. I we, mean, not even a second thought. And now, what happens here at the radio station is people will bring us in homemade stuff. I have Debbie at first. I always eat it. And so, <laughs> and then about a so half that's, hour. If that's you, the taster for the king. Yes. Yeah. If you want to kill me, yeah. uh, send some uh, send some cake. Some homemade stuff yes. over. And then we'll let, and look, and then if she's still around, maybe a half hour, an hour later, then I'll go ahead You'll and partake. Go ahead and have a slice. Artist by the name of Corey Kent and Wild as Her, right here on the Z. So, it looks like uh, one in five people have actually seen a ghost. One in four have lived somewhere haunted. New, Is poll, that... new poll for Halloween asked a thousand Americans about the paranormal and found almost one in five of us think we've seen a ghost before. 19% of us say we've seen a ghost, 19%. Uh, there's a few more quick stats on things we've experienced but can't explain. Uh, most who've seen a ghost say it's happened multiple times. 9% say it only happened once. Almost a third say it's happened more than five times. There's a 50-50 chance you'll know the ghost you encounter of people who've seen a ghost. 29% of us say they knew the person. 29% said it was a stranger. 28% said they've seen both, someone they knew and a stranger. 14% weren't sure or didn't see the ghost's face. Most ghosts are nice. 40% of people said the ghosts they've encountered have been good, compared to just 7% who said evil. A lot of people said they've met good and evil spirits, though. So uh, another one on the list here is thinking your house is actually uh, is haunted in common. Now, one in four Americans, about 25% of the people say that they've lived somewhere haunted before. Uh, um, I don't, well, I, I don't, don't think I have. I, I I mean, there are certain sounds that we hear every once in a while in our house that we're like, what was that? But not really anything that's super spooky. Like, I haven't seen a candle move from the kitchen table to the mantle all by itself. You know wow. what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, even if Unless I've been eating some weird mushrooms. Even if you've never seen a ghost, you may have sensed one. 37% of us say we felt a presence before. I have done that. Okay. Uh, 29% have heard the voice of someone who wasn't there, and 28% have felt an unexplained change in temperature. Now, we really don't, like like when you heard a very strong, pre- felt a very strong presence, you don't really think of it as a ghost. You think of it sort no. of as a just a spiritual presence It was almost. just my mom. Yeah. Now, 30% have actually smelled an unexplained odor. Well, that, <laughs> it wasn't me. That's every day for <laughs> it wasn't me. our house. It was the uh, dog. <laughs> uh, about a third of us, 33%, have actually heard music or a sound that they really couldn't explain. 25% have seen lights or other electronics turn off on their own. And 22% say they've seen an object move on its own. And then actually 20% of us have seen a door open or close by itself. Which, if you've ever opened, you know, I know it's different than what they're saying, but, uh, you know, there's times where you'll catch that draft in the house if you've got a window open and you open a door of the other end of the house and it slams because you've got that air draft that's going through the house. Nothing, I mean, it freaks you out. 
but you kind of know it's a draft and not a ghost. Here are some of the uh, conversation starters to use on a ghost when you do <laughs> see him. Hey. Like, <laughs> hey, you don't look like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, What's that supposed to be? On a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate is the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> Top things to uh, use as conversation starters when you see a ghost. When you respond to someone's text, are you still ghosting them? Okay. See, if they're a ghost, yep, then yep. you're still ghosting them. Uh, and uh, don't you know that you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? And the top <laughs> conversation starter to use on a ghost, uh, do you make money every time Home Depot sells an inflatable of you? Because you would think, hey, it's a ghost. Yeah, you know, I better get a licensing contract with, right. the, with the costume people. Do you guys like Red Bull? Uh, I don't no. drink it a lot. Uh, hardly ever. I think Co- it's too sweet. Even the sugar-free? I I just don't... I can't do... If I drink, like, caffeine like that, it makes my heart um, flutter. It it makes me feel weird. So I don't, I don't do energy anything. Anything energy, all right. Mm-mm. Co-founder of Red Bull, Australian billionaire Dietrich Masich. Masich. That's a hard one to say, too. Mash, mashitz. I think it's mashitz. Dietrich's Mashitz. If it is, he needs to change his name. Yes, he does. I'm pretty sure. Uh, start saying that differently. Uh, ma, hmm. ma, uh, well, it doesn't matter really how. He died at the age of 78 years old. Uh, so we uh, obviously have sent a reporter to cover the funeral for that. The co founder and owner of Red Bull has passed away. Doctors tried to kickstart him and give him a jolt, but he no longer had any energy. Some people say he was a monster. Others thought he was a rock star. Instead of a casket, he was buried in a slender silver and blue aluminum tube. The funeral lasted five hours. Now that he's passed, he realized that Red Bull didn't give him wings, but heaven did. Reporting from the founder of Red Bull's funeral, I'm Howie Caffeinated. How many things do you hear on this very radio station in the morning that are annoying? <laughs> we got a list. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe it's Vincent Price when I keep playing that over and over again just to make things kind of scary. Reddit came up with 75 things annoying people say. We're not going to go through all of them because that would be That'd annoying. Be annoying. Uh, if you use any of them consistently, you might be, quote, an annoying person. Uh, these are a few highlights. So I, I think we can probably go through the top 20, probably. Okay. People don't like me because I'm honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 think, I, I think people like you, but I think they like you because you are honest. You say what people are thinking. I know, but, uh, but but there are sometimes you say and people don't agree with you. Yeah, and then we get the emails or the yeah. you know, but which I don't get because uh, everybody should agree with me, right? All right. <laughs> uh, number nineteen. That's my truth. Okay, the customer is always right. We've heard that. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, I heard that one for sure. Oh, that's been a big one. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, last uh, couple of years, right? And. Uh, 
please and thank you, but only if you say them back to back like that. Please and thank you separately, not annoying. Yeah. Uh, everything happens for a reason. Oh, boy. Now, some of these make sense. Yeah, and they do. They're kind of all right, you know. Uh, now, this next one is you, Dave. <laughs> I'm only saying what everybody's thinking. <laughs> that is 100% you. Gets, but it's true. Gets me into trouble. But you actually don't mm. say that. I actually say that. Dave's just you saying do, what everybody's huh? thinking. You you don't you don't say that yourself. And my gosh, am I uh, grateful for your patience on that? Because I know Deb. Like whenever I open my mouth, about every two or three minutes, she'll just I'm, she's just cringing. Like what the hell's <laughs> going to come out of this? I'm really not. You know, I'm really not. You're Dave. super patient. Sometimes, but not, not a lot. <laughs> but sometimes, yes. Uh, do your own research. Okay. Political season. How about that one for you right there yeah, on that one? Research. Do your own research. Because you'll come up who you're voting for. You just do your own research. But I like, uh, I actually just like voting for the people that did, have cool names. And yeah, stuff. did you, is that how you voted? Did you vote? No, uh, don't I have until. I think you have until. Uh, the 24th. No, it's the first Tuesday in November. No, 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 to do my mail-in thing. I thought there's a deadline with that oh, mail-in thing. maybe it's thing. the 28th. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. So I've got to hurry and do that. I, and I've got to... Who did you vote for? I do. <laughs> do your own research, Dave. <laughs> okay. Uh, per my last email... Which actually says, hey, I sent you this and you haven't done anything about it. Dumb, eh? Um, 11... It's like if a government employee or teachers have a have a day off, you're like, hmm, must be nice, right? And and that one that one can be annoying because yeah. some of you know, especially when you're busting your butt and everything, you're gonna and, take a few days off. Yeah, and you're gonna must be nice, well, must be nice. <laughs> Deb and I get this every once in a while too. They'll go, you only work four hours a day. That must be nice. <laughs> nice to be missed you know uh and and it is uh we do we do other stuff after we yeah. get off but you know yeah it's all right must but, be nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you in order to avoid any contention sometimes when people say that you'll just go yeah i know calm down here's your top 10 okay yeah, calm down don't say that to me when i'm pissed off oh man i saw don't uh, say that I saw this uh, meme thing posted the other day. The worst thing, you know, calm down is the, you know, worst thing that you can say to someone to calm down when things are, yeah. you know. Yep. Uh, live, laugh, love. Of course, we've. I used to have those. that hanging in my kitchen, but Did I don't really? anymore because people started making fun of it. Really? So I took it down. Yeah. No, who made fun of it? Pete, your friends? Uh, well, I've... we had some stuff on the air that we read that that was just stupid. Right. And yeah. it was also shown in one of those uh, insurance commercials yes. where he chucks it in the garbage. You <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, get rid of that. I no longer have that. Um, so you no longer live, you no longer laugh, and you no longer love? I do. I just don't have a sign that says to do that. Okay. Uh, why are you in such a bad mood? Oh, yeah. Uh, 75 things annoying people say. Yeah. Because that automatically, if you weren't in a bad mood, you are now automatically you are. in a bad mood. And then if you were in a bad mood... Your mood goes even farther down. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, it's none of your business. Yeah. None ya. None ya business. Here's the deal. That's number seven. <laughs> I don't now, really here's the that deal. one. Here's the deal. Uh, I'd like to speak to the manager. Oh, that's a Karen all the way. Um, now, here's your top five. Now, let's unpack that. I haven't heard that before. I have, and I actually don't mind it because it's like, let's break it down and take it item by item and figure out a Why solution. Why not say let's break it down then? Well, that is just the another weirdest way to thing. say it. Uh, that, unpack it. I had no. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, it was just a joke. Oh, boy. But you always hear behind every little dig or joke, there's some truth. And yes. Now, I was in a situation, and I don't want to get into the details, but I was in a situation where there were some things. Ooh, that I were, want you to. Oh, I can't. Okay. But there, uh, okay. you know, I would. You know, I would if I could, but I can't. Okay. So I, uh, but there was a situation where somebody was working on something, and uh, there got uh, and and uh, there was a uh, oh, boy. How do I say this? Because I'm going to know who it is. There was a place, and I was checking out uh, a similar situation that I was in. And I turned on the faucet, and the faucet sort of spurted out some water, and it uh, may or may not have gone on the re- uh, ground. And so uh, the worker then noticed that at some point later on, and he goes, well, you got water all over the floor. And it, this is a situation that has been kind of an ongoing thing. And, and don't say it, Deb. And it's been an ongoing thing, and uh, and – at that point, I kind of lost my cool. And I said, I don't give a shiz about your floor. Wow, Dave. Now, that is bold. It gets right to the heart of the matter. Uh, and I was really, and then he stopped and he looked at me and goes, Well, I was just joking. It's just a joke. And that's what brings me back to this is it's like, Nope, you know my situation and you know what I've gone through over the last six months or six to eight months and uh probably not a good time to be oh, joking around I'm, about that yeah, so I'm smelling what you're cooking here anyway so that's why i just kind of uh, got a little uh a lot of bit irritated uh number three no offense but oh yeah uh 75 things annoying people say that's that's kind of like the preface thing yeah no offense it? but i'm but, gonna say something really offensive yes yeah now, don't take this wrong, but... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something you're probably going to take wrong. How about this one? Let's agree to disagree. Agree. Now, I mean, sometimes you have to say that because you're like, all you, right, I'm not getting anywhere. Do you use it in a relationship? Have you used it in a relationship where you I, know that you're not getting anywhere? I maybe have. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe have. Uh, I don't yeah. remember any particular instance, but yeah. I can't say I haven't ever done it. No, but you know, here's the here's sometimes I think the easy cop out though, and that is with coworkers. You know, some coworkers use that really quickly, and I'm not saying here. I'm just saying that uh, they'll go, well, <laughs> we'll just have to agree to disagree, and they walk away all snooty, all huffy. Yeah, like, well, we just have to agree to disagree. It's like, <laughs> no, we really need to solve this problem. So. Uh, and the number one rudest thing that annoying people say, or uh, most annoying thing people say, uh, I don't mean to be rude, but... but here comes that. There goes the big but. Yep. What is and... that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but... but... And they're going to say something rude. But I'm going to be rude anyway. I'm going to be rude anyway. I want to yeah. state my case. Totally doesn't make any sense when you say it like that. I'm going to be rude, but I don't want to be rude. I don't want to, don't get me, don't take this wrong, but, oh, yeah. Several, there you go. If you want to take a look at the whole freaking list, for some reason, of the 75 annoying things, you can go to reddit.com. They're the ones that actually put that whole list together for you. Coming up, Battle of the Sexes here this hour, and a chance for you to win in about 15 minutes.
Mafioso. Man, what a catchy song. Lee Bryce, that could be one of those earworms that stick with you there for a while. I like your soul. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Looks like it's going to be a perfect day to maybe, hey, just lie in bed, sleep in. What's all this jabberwopping when it's worth to be done? Now, not only is this the weirdest thing that I've ever heard of. Now, I went through a little thing over the weekend, and it was kind of like a, uh, and I felt sort of silly. I'll just be honest with you. I felt sort of silly because... I went through with some uh, w- with younger kids to uh, through a little I don't know it was like a mini what do you call it just like a little haunted house but it okay. was it was just a trailer you know it's like it, they take you through uh, one of those big old uh, trailers that you would haul on the behind a, a diesel uh, a, you know a diesel truck an eighteen wheeler okay and so but they made inside they made uh, a little mini haunted house for kids you know. And I thought, well, this is no big deal. So I'm like, I got the kids in their in hand, and I'm walking through. And I get to the very end. I walked around, and it, it kind of just takes you sort of with a little loopy thing. And you go back out. And uh, and I got to the very last thing, and there were airbags. That uh, I don't even know. It's not even airbags. That's a, probably a poor way to say it. Uh, how would you say um, it, it's like if you were to do two bounce houses um, but the air things came together from the sidewalls and it, and you're walking down a, a hallway that's probably, I don't know, maybe three or four feet wide. And then you open up this little uh, curtain thing. And in order to make it out, you have to go push your way as if you're going through um, two huge. Is it like sandwich bag? You know what I'm saying? Like they've got air blowing. I don't even know how to say it. Okay. How do I? How am I saying this? It's like you are going. Um. Anyway, they came together, and so in other words, you had to force yourself, your body, in between these two black airbags, and it's completely pitch dark. Ooh. So for somebody who has claustrophobia, were you kind of freaking out? I actually, the first time I walked back through, and I, I went backwards, so people were looking at me and like, "What the crap are you doing?" And I said, "Well, that must not be the way out. Uh, you might, we, I think something's wrong with it." And so I told, told the kids, "I said, let's go back out." So then I went back, and the kids wanted to do it again, and I said, "And so I'm like, Dave, you've got to overcome your fears. These these kids are going through it for heaven's sakes." These kids are pushing their well, way through this thing. Well, that's how I was on the zip line up Park City. I was bawling. And the kids running it were like, I don't know what to do with this lady. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is kind of, that is kind of, (laughs) (laughs) no, honestly, I thought about this. And so I went, I went back through and I thought I'm just going to do this and I'll be danged if this wasn't the weirdest uh, thing, because when I went and I'm sure that everybody else is like, this is so silly, but you go through about 10 feet where these bags are pushing against each other. It's pitch dark, and you have to kind of push your way through these airbags that are against each other. And it, it, it I honestly, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die, you know. And then when you come out, then it's just a waist high down, so you can kind of see where you're going, so it's not as bad. Um, but I thought that that was the, and I know y'all are probably thinking, you are the wimpiest man on the planet uh, of the earth. And, and I know. And because I, I'm like, oh my gosh, Dave, for heaven's sakes. 
Well, this just freaked me out when I came across the story this morning. You can now get buried alive and then dug back up, but you have to pay $57,000. A startup in Russia is offering to bury people alive um, and just to see kind of uh, what it's like. Now, it's supposed to give you a renewed lust for life. And comes with a with a full fake funeral, according to your religious customs. Now the price tag is equally as scary. Uh, the deed itself actually costs just under fifty seven thousand dollars. Now, but to that's do this. not all. But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's also an online funeral version that only costs fifteen thousand dollars. It supposedly offers divine healing, stress therapy for fears and anxiety, and helps you close chapters in your life. But you don't get buried alive if you choose the cheapie, the $15,000 one. Okay, I can't even, honestly, I'm right now, and I'm not trying to be overdramatic. Right now, I feel a panic attack. I, I, it's one of those, I seriously, just the thoughts of being buried in something, oh my gosh, I can't even talk about it. Seriously? It, no, yeah, I really can't. It's, if, it, think about yourself in a coffin and then being buried I know that they're taking precautions where you're not going to die, obviously. But just the thought of not being able to get out of something, that you just have to sit there in this little teeny square box, and that they're putting and they're burying you uh, underneath and doing all this stuff and not being able to go anywhere, that's why it freaks me out about, uh, about an MRI. Yeah, but listen to this, Dave. If you pay the 57000 you get to keep the coffin that you're buried in. I don't give a crap about that. <laughs> oh, come on, Dave. I don't even give a crap about that. <laughs> now, we Does that getting... not freak you out? Uh, yeah, I just would never do it. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying it. that just freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, it does freak me out. Yeah. To know that you can't go anywhere. This is not something that you can go, okay, just kidding. And what if they and can't hear they you? They quickly can't reverse this thing. Even with the MRIs when I went in there, it's something that you're in this little tube and it's like it sounds like a jackhammer. And I'm thinking, how in the crap am I going to have to try to, I'm going to have to try to climb back out of this thing, scoop so myself. Did you go through it again? Uh, the MRI? No, the the scary thing, the, the spook alley thing. You did. I did. You and did I it. made it you through. Did it twice. I, I, yeah, so, and I obviously I made it. Listen to me. And I made it through, you guys. <laughs> Duh. It's meant for kids, and obviously, every, and that was part of the thing that I thought, oh my gosh, people are going, I'm seeing kids come through, I'm seeing everybody, and I'm going, you little wimp, go and, and face your things. Now, however, it didn't accomplish anything, because just talking about being buried alive in a coffin and is freaking me out. So obviously, my fear of uh, claustrophobia is uh, not becoming any easier the more we talk about it. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, would, I don't know if there is there a way to get over claustrophobia. I don't know if there is. I'd love to find out how. Because I don't. Uh, I've never been this way in my whole life, until lately. And and it's uh, and I'm I'm just I'm willing to admit my weaknesses. I'm not trying says, to be all tough. I'm not trying. I'm not six ways to get over it. Consult your family doctor. Uh, I'd have to be medicated. Which is what they say sometimes you have to do with MRIs. Behavioral therapy. 
what's the next one? Exposure therapy. They're going to make you do it, Dave. Oh, son of a... No. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next step is medication. Yeah. Um, I'd have to be seriously... Um, support groups. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's valid. Uh, I know. I know. But careful planning before you uh, face a phobia. Uh, you do careful planning. Um, yeah. So there you go. Pho- uh, f- says phobias can be caused by by some sort of trauma. Uh, social phobias uh, may be partially hereditary. Were your parents claustrophobic? Claustrophobic? Not, not really. Not as far as I know. But but when you talk about trauma, I never noticed this until after I think I told you my uh, knee surgery. I went under ACL, and uh, this this didn't uh, really bug me at all in my whole life until after that. That's the only thing that I feel like ever happened in my life that I can see where the turning point was. And that was after I came out of the uh, stuff, and I went home, and I couldn't sit still. It was freaking me out just to have a blanket on me. And and, and so I, that's the only thing that I can really attribute it to is maybe a little bit of the trauma of some ACL surgery, which, you know, again, I know it's not, uh, don't, you know, just take me with a grain of salt because there's, I know there's, I know what I'm saying is as soon as it's coming out of my mouth, I can hear uh, people uh, listening to the radio going, <laughs> you, silly, you silly little man. <laughs> now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. All right. Uh, we've got two tickets to see Ian Munzik. He'll be at the Complex Saturday, November 19th. Uh, a couple of tickets that we'll send you. If you're the victor in Battle of the Sexes, we need a guy and a girl. 570-5767. I uh, think uh, wide open spaces, day think uh, everything is going to be okay. Uh, this contest is wide open to a male and wide open to a female, and that's how we battle it out. Who is this? Hey, this is Jeff. All right, Jeff. Let's put you on hold here. Let's find you a female, and uh, we'll go from there. Could we be so lucky that you're a female? Yes. Are you? Yes. Okay, what's your name? My name is Rusty, and... Rusty Ann, but you're a female? No, Rusty, my name's Rusty. Oh, Rusty, you need we need a female. Yeah, you're a male. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, thanks. Love you, bye. Morning, the Z. Who is this? This is Dylan. Oh, son of a... Morning, the Z. Who is this? Jesse. Oh, my... Jesse, we need a girl. You're way too manly. Yeah, sorry. All right, are you a girl? Yes, I am. What's your name? Melanie. All right, Melanie. Now, have either Melanie or Jeff won in the last 30 days? I have not. No, I have not. Here we go. All right, Melanie, we're going to go with you first. Uh, what are you getting done to your car when someone checks for hydrocarbon emissions? Uh, oil change, a brake check, or a vehicle inspection? A vehicle inspection. Yes. Jeff. Yes. Counting Midnights, how many original studio albums does Taylor Swift have? 10, 12, or 16? 12. 10. All right, Melanie. 
Uh, what position does football star Odell Beckham Jr. play? Quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end? Wide receiver. Yes. Good job. Oh my God. Two for two. Two for two. Here we go. Gerard Piquet is the world's most famous soccer player. He's also famous for his uh, split with which big name singer? Christina Aguilera, Shakira, or Jennifer Lopez? Shakira. Yeah. Good job. You're in All right, there. Melanie. Uh, for the win, Allen Key is another name for what tool? Socket wrench, coping saw, or hex wrench? Oh, son of a gun. Hex wrench. Yes! kind of feel like those Winner. were sort of easy, but that's all right. Dave, that's because you're a man, and you know all those manly, manly questions. <laughs> Jeff, just for the fun of it. Here we go. Okay. Fall is a good time to do um, which of these gardening tasks? Pruning roses, planting annuals, or dividing perennials? Uh, planting annuals. Dividing perennials, which I did not know. Did you know that, Dan? Uh, Dividing perennials is a no. A I did fall not thing? know that. Nope. Yeah. So you're neither a girl or a boy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just <laughs> caught in the matrix, I guess. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, Jeff, thanks for playing. You can play again. And uh, Melanie, hold on. We'll get these uh, tickets for Ian Munzik to you. Um, so just hang on a sec. All right. Okay. Um, Melanie, are you claustrophobic? Yes, and I get it from my mom. <laughs> okay, she was so super a... claustrophobic. Expialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> right? Neil Arts and somebody like that here on the Z. Now, the political season is, I'm sure, driving everybody crazy. Uh, they, of course, have ads on every three seconds, and it's uh, <laughs> they're trying to uh, bash each other. They're trying to do negative campaign. They're trying to, you know, whatever they possibly can. We're in the final stretch, and we're going to see all of this stuff, and you don't even know. How would you like to be running against your own brother, though? Ugh. Interesting situation here. Estranged brothers, Bill and Charles Steele, are running against each other in a Canadian mayoral race. Ooh. Isn't that crazy how that is? Yeah. Listen to some of the things that are going on with that. I'm Charles, and I'm running for mayor. I'm Bill, his brother, and I'm running for mayor. Bill doesn't hold the door open for people going into stores. Charlie was afraid of monsters. He made me eat dog food when I was younger. My brother Faye cried every time Mom was around. Bill didn't take baths. He only ran the water and made splash noises. My brother pees sitting down. Bill did unthinkable <laughs> things to my toothbrush. You don't even want to know what he did with his sock when we were little. You picked your nose and wiped him on Mom's curtains. He doesn't wash his hands when he leaves the movie theater restroom. You sat on my face and farted. He nicknamed his first girlfriend Stinky. I'm Charles and I still hate you. And I'm Bill and I approve of this message. Crazy, right, though? It really is a, a, a real thing, though. Even though we're kind of making fun of it a little bit, but it's wow. a real deal where those two are actually running against each other. Hey, the U.S. mullet champion was crowned recently uh, out of New York. Scott Salvador was officially crowned the 2022 National Mullet Championship. When I cut that first mullet off, it was such a part of my identity. I uh, felt like a part of me died. Aww. So mullet chose me and I cut it off. I had some cold neck problems and I, I wasn't happy about it. As far as happiness goes, I think mullets are a lot like jet skis. And to quote my fellow brother in mulletdom, Kenny Powers, i never seen a sad person on a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
There you go. It's a pretty sweet mullet. I actually saw the little video. They had uh, the three finalists. Deserve to win? Yeah. It was actually the one that looked the closest to Morgan Wallen. Oh, really? When Morgan was in. It, it really was so pretty close. So it wasn't close. super long. Well, it kind of was. It, it was a little bit longer than what Morgan's is now. And yours. And mine, yeah. Um, but one of the guys that uh, didn't win, but he was in the top three, you could tell he had a a pretty good little perm going, which is where I'm, I'm at. I need to get that because the other ones were straight. Um, but uh, I'm still looking at getting And you the, prefer the perm. I got to get, yeah, it's, mine looks like I'm. Man, uh, if you've been watching the uh, division championships for the World Series, you want to see some sweet mullets. <laughs> you watch professional baseball. Oh, my gosh. Now, Unbelievable. Now, when did you become into... Now, baseball is... And I know I'm going to make some enemies on this, but I it's just not one that I, I can watch very... Uh, to me, it's just... Uh, it's very slow-moving, and I don't know... And I know I know some of you are... It's the World Series. It's going to start on Friday. I got a friend that's into it, so we started watching it this weekend. So you're kind of now actually, into it. actually, it's pretty fast-moving. It's actually pretty... Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, good. Yeah, but yeah, you want to see some good mullets? There it is, oh, right some there. Sweet mullets in Major League Baseball. <laughs> now, turning to football, there's a player that has uh, become the first girl to score two touchdowns in a California high school football game. Now, what do you think? Let me play this little thing for you here. It's uh, her. Uh, here is Bella Rasmussen, her mother and coach talking about all of the hard work that she has put in to get to this point. I'm incredibly grateful and blessed to have the people that I do around me to support me and see me succeed. She was always pushing the envelope. She was always super ambitious. She was super physical, always wanted to be rough and tough. We coach her hard. We have the same expectations for her, and, uh, and she's met all those expectations. If I don't do my job, if I don't protect myself and do what I'm taught to do, then yeah, I absolutely could get hurt. But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to you got to be the hammer, not the nail. Oh, there you go. And I think it's great. You know me. I don't, uh, I mean, eventually she's going to have to learn how to cook, cook in the kitchen. But uh, <laughs> oh, <Dave. laughs> No, but I would just think that it would make it a little bit awkward and tackle football. That's all. Uh, and maybe you I just mean, have to look at it like she's just one of the guys. I think that's how she, I mean, if I was playing, that's how I'd want it to be. I wouldn't want any. Look, if I decide I'm going to play boys or men's football, I'm not going to say you can't, can't touch me there. You can't touch me there. I'm not going to. I'm going to. If we get in, I'm going to play. I'm going to play ball. And I with I no would, balls. I would. <laughs> I would think she would think the same thing. You'd have to. Yeah. You'd have to put on your pads and just go. Look, I am entering a sport where there's all guys. I could get tackled in any weird, awkward, touchable position. You know what I'm saying? Now, I mean, you're obviously going to be able to tell if some dude's trying to cop a fill while he's trying to tackle her. <laughs> Don't think there's... You know, you're, you're going to be ball. able to... There's no time for that. I know, I know. And that's why I'm being facetious. That's, but, but I'm just saying, look, there's not... I don't think there's any ulterior motives involved when it comes to that. Uh, it's just going to be... That would just be the... Now, I know that we've seen this in refs, wrestling. Uh, where and and this is without pads. Wrestling's really touchy feely. Yes, it is, and you get into all kinds of different positions, you know. And so that would even bring it to a whole new level. Uh, you'd think, right? So anyway.
We're on our way back. Uh, going to try to take a few of your little leftover comments on some of the things that we've been talking about. And we're going to tell you what's coming up here today and also this week. Ah, those refreshing sounds that Jim Bob is on the way here, and he's got 134 bucks in the mystery sound, which takes place in less than an hour from now, 55 minutes to be exact, at 10.50. So see if you can't win yourself a little bit of money, and go ahead and do your homework online at our website at Z104Country.com, and all of the previous guesses and the sound itself, and all of the clues are right there as well. Also, uh, don't forget we're playing Jake Owen Ticket Tag all week long, 740, 1140, uh, Jake will be here with his Up There, Down Here tour with uh, special guest Travis Denning, November 3rd in the Maverick Center. And we want to send you free on the Z. Just uh, listen for the cue to call at those times and know the previous winner's name. And you're going for free to see Jake and Travis on the 3rd. Can you believe it's almost the weekend? I can smell it. Yes. Just five, just four more days and then four and three quarters, four and seven eighths more days until the weekend. Yay. We, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back in the morning. Tune in anyway. I'm done. So done. Well, that's our show. It's over. What? It's over. It is over. Is that it? That's it. Everybody still awake? Will you come on already? I, I, I just can't stand these long goodbyes. All right. Big finish. See you. Let's